The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. It wasn't glossy, but head coach Kirk Ferentz and company will take it. The Iowa football team snapped a seven-game losing streak last Saturday with a 28-14 win over Missouri State. The Hawkeyes nursed a 7-0 halftime lead into a 21-0 advantage by the end of the third quarter. But a quick offensive score, coupled with a pick six by the Bears' defense, made it a seven-point game just 15 seconds into the fourth. I'm Brent Balbinot with this report for Hawkeyes Mike. The final stat sheet was impressive for the Hawkeyes. 86 total offensive plays, good for 489 yards. That's nearly a six-yard average with each snap of the ball. Normally, that would equate into 42 to 49 points on the scoreboard. But a half-dozen dropped passes and 11 penalties for 100 yards ended up being drive killers and kept the game close. In his post-game press conference, head coach Kirk Ferentz was glad to get the win, praised quarterback Jake Rudock's mental toughness in responding after last weekend's loss, but also admitted his team needs to clean up some mistakes before they travel to Ames this weekend. Needless to say, it didn't come easy. And, uh, you know, a lot of credit to Missouri State. They, they played extremely hard, did a lot of good things. Um, yeah, but we're thrilled to get the win, certainly. And, um, you know, a lot of things that we need to clean up right now. But there are a lot of good things out there, too. But uh, the mistakes we made helped hide that. Uh, part of that was them playing really hard. Part of that was us not playing well enough. And, uh, you know, but all that being said, there are some good things off there, and that's what we're going to have to build off of and try to clean up the mistakes. We're just show, happy to get the win. What did Jake show you there in the fourth quarter when he was able to bounce back and go to interception when he passed down? That was a real tough sequence for us. You know, we give up a touchdown, and uh, then right on the next possession, give up the, the touchdown the other way on the pick six. And that, that was a really tough play. But, uh, you know, one thing about him, he's a resilient guy. He went right back to work and did a good job and did a good job finishing the game for us. How does it feel to snap that losing streak? Well, you know, we, we lost one last week, and that's how I'm looking at it. So we're one and one right now, and uh, uh, I'm just happy to. It's all the best we could do today was win, you know, and get to one and one, and now we'll try to build from that. But uh, yeah, we're, we're excited about this season. But now, you know, I think today's uh, clear evidence that we still have a lot of work to do, and you know, hopefully, that work will begin tomorrow. Are you overly concerned that it didn't come easy today? I know that's never your expectation. Well, you know, that's, that's just kind of college football. I said that on Tuesday, and I told our team the same thing. And, uh, you know, if you watch college football, that's, that's the nature of the game. So, and, and you know, we're, uh, you know, we, we got a lot of work to do on our end. We got a lot of new players planned. So, you know, the big thing is us uh, for us to try to push forward and improve. And I thought we improved during the week, but uh, there's some things today that didn't. Uh, necessarily, in my opinion, reflect improvement, and that's those are the things we have to get uh, do a better job on. You're using a lot of young players, or, or several anyway. What's your level of confidence with them? Well, that's it, growing. You know, I think you know what you do see them doing practice certainly uh, impacts that. And then uh, some things today. You look at Daniels uh, coming in, and he looked like he belonged out there. Uh, Vanberg on, on uh, as a receiver uh, did some good things. He's been doing that in practice. He looked like he belonged. Uh, and Desmond, you know, got got educated a little bit, but that's as long as he'll learn, that'll be a good thing. And uh, uh, you know, so some of those first year guys, that's kind of where they're at. And then we've got some other guys that haven't played a lot, redshirt freshmen and sophomores. That uh, you know, Kittle made a big play today in the passing game, but also had a holding penalty. So those are the things you know, we got to get that to balance. Are you hoping to get Jordan back next week for you? I, I think he has a good chance. He um, um, kind of leveled off midweek. Uh, you know, Wednesday kind of stalled out Thursday and then Friday was doing a lot better and 
Uh, I haven't asked. I assume he warmed up today, so they're optimistic he'll be back Tuesday. Oh, Mark, Mark really uh, got it going in that second half, especially. I thought we, you know, part of the running game is typically it's better in the second half, but um, for whatever reason, things look kind of clogged up there in that first half. But he got it going certainly and gave us a spark, and some of our veteran guys did, just like Tanner did on the uh, on the pick down there. Uh, but Mark looked like he was getting stronger as the game went on, and you know, having Lashawn Damon did some good things in the run game too. So. And we're going to need all those guys to, to work together. That'll help us. I feel the defense played overall, and Hitchens seemed to have another outstanding game. Yeah, he did. He had the, the one bad uh, you know, foul, and that, that's, it was an aggressive play. It was bang, bang. But I think the lesson there is that you know, unless a quarterback's making a move, and it's hard to read that when you're on the run, but when, when a quarterback's heading for the sideline, you just got you got to pull back. And he knew it afterwards, you know. But uh, I was really pleased the way he played last week, and I think you know he continues to, to, to go forward here. Did everyone come out of this game healthy for you guys? As far as I know, yeah, we had uh, somebody got kicked in the in the lower leg uh, in the first half, but he's fine. He finished the game, and knock on wood, hopefully everybody's going to be ready. The maximum about, about teams improving the most between weeks one and two, does that not apply here? Does it apply in different places? Well, I hope it's not true today. You know, I think if there were some things we did better, but, um, you know, we certainly played cleaner last week, you know, just from mistakes, penalties, those types of things, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like our statistics first half. Our statistics offensively were, were okay, but uh, you know, really the one that counts is points, and we didn't, you know, couldn't show anything for what uh, the yardage was that we had. And I think penalties are involved in that. So, yeah, I thought we had a good week of preparation, but it, it didn't show up today, and we're going to have to just have to keep pushing. Sometimes sense that your team is getting in its own way in certain situations. You know they can execute. And do oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, even one of the late conversions there, uh, you know, Cavante started dancing a little bit, and I was worried we weren't going to get it there. So yeah, that's just being smarter. You know, knowing the situation and and uh, taking it over. But false starts to you in the first half. We false started a couple times, and uh, you know, unless you're really a, a gifted team, it's hard to overcome those those kind of miscues. Plus, it's hard to have tempo when you when you fall starts just where holding penalties really take away from an offensive team's tempo. One bright spot against Missouri State was the play of the secondary. I had a chance to talk with strong safety John Loudermilk following the game. That interview when we return. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer, protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Just a reminder that you can participate in our shows by offering your own comments and opinions on the Hawks. The toll-free hotline is available 24 hours a day. Call 866-74-HAWKS and make your voice heard. Visit HawkeyesMike.com, go to the News and Events section, and check the links for up-to-date information on Iowa games, TV channels, team schedules, and more. You can subscribe to all Hawkeyes Mike podcasts through iTunes, and you can follow Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter, Tumblr, and on Facebook. Also, be sure to check out all of the Hawkeye stories, features, and blogs in the Gazette, the Hawkeye, and the Quad City Times.
In the season opener against Northern Illinois, the Iowa secondary was torched for 275 passing yards and three touchdowns. Last Saturday versus Missouri State, the Hawkeye defensive backs only gave up 127 yards and one touchdown. That with freshman Desmond King starting in place of the injured Jordan Lomax. Strong safety John Loudermilk had six tackles, one for a loss, and a pass breakup in his second start. I had a chance to catch up with him after the game. Week number two, game number two under your feet. But just talk a little about the secondary. Obviously, with Jordan out, there were some new personnel, communication. What were some of the things you were working on this week in practice leading up to today's game? Um, communication. We were, de- we were definitely uh, talking all week, and we knew we had to communicate well. Uh, we blitzed a lot, and uh, we knew we had to be on the same page with everybody. Me and Tanner had to talk to the corners real well. Uh, Desmond King came in, and uh, he, he played a great game. True freshman came in, made his first start, and uh, we, we just knew we had to communicate well with the corners and make sure they knew what they were doing, what was going on. In listening to, to Coach Ferentz last week, he also he basically said most of the, the mistakes last week in the secondary were correctable errors. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. We uh, just lack of communication, and then uh, just, yeah, we, it, it was all correctable. It was just little things that, that could be easily fixed. Do you find yourself being more vocal today? Yeah, yeah, I would say I was more vocal, but uh, I knew I had to talk to Desmond a lot. And uh, I, I wouldn't say I was really worried about him. I just knew I had to communicate well with him and get him the calls. You talked about blitzing a little bit more, and again, quite a few times. So all of a sudden, the safeties are cheating the line of scrimmage, having to come up and run support. You made a couple of really good tackles one-on-one in open space. Was was that the game plan today? Um, Yeah, we, we knew we wanted to come after him on third down, and uh, we, we brought the linebackers a lot. And uh, it, it left the safeties in a lot of man-to-man coverage. And uh, there was one towards the end of the game that, that I, I should have had a better break on the ball. But uh, And we know they get outside that the safeties have to come up and make a tackle. So, and that's just what I had to do. Can you talk? Because I think maybe the casual fan thinks about corners being more the cover guys. You've got to make a read and then decide whether you run support, whether you're dropping back in coverage, and just how much ground you have to cover back there. Yeah, and I mean... People might think that a deep middle safety just has to play deep middle, but Coach Parker's just hounding us all the time that read the quarterback and just read his shoulders, read his eyes, and just go. And if you're not breaking on the ball good, then he's on you right away on film the next day. But, uh, yeah, I would say the, the corners are definitely the best coverage guys. I'm not even trying to say that. I can even compete with them there. But we, the safeties have to be able to come up and, uh, and cover when they're needed. At the same time, Tanner's one up on you now as far as interceptions. Yeah, I know. He, he keeps saying, oh, who's going to get the first one? Who's going to get the first one? And uh, he he got it. I mean, it was a good play, but uh, I got I got to catch him on that. And you got a yep. true freshman out there, and you say you're talking to him. What kind of things are you having to tell him as the game goes on? Um, you just got to make sure he knows what the coverage is. I mean, he he just got he just started learning defense in camp. He's not he's not an older guy, and we we just got to make sure that he knows what he's doing, what the coverage is. Iowa, now 1-1 one one on the season, travels to Ames this Saturday to face arch-rival Iowa State, 0-1. Oh Given both teams' conference schedules, it's fair to say qualifying for a bowl bid rests strongly on a win for each team. Kickoff scheduled for 5 o'clock this Saturday evening at Jack Trice Field. I'm Brent Balbinot with this report for Hawkeyes Mike. Hawkeye's Mike football shows are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer, the revolutionary antimicrobial hand sanitizer that is alcohol-free and lasts all day with a single application. Try the hand sanitizer the Iowa Hawkeyes use. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. 
and by the Marsh Cook Investment Group, Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network in Coralville, Iowa. Call 319-512-6261 or toll free 800-883-0842. Marsh Cook, for all your investment needs. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.